Welcome back to a very special episode of Cheap Stuff You Should Know. This is Dr. Rosie Bush, and I'm here at the American Dairy Goat Association annual meeting in Tucson, Arizona. And I'm joined here with LaDonna Foley from Wyoming. Yes. Yes, I'm in Cheyenne, Wyoming now. And what kind of goats do you have? I have Toggenberg goats right now. Yeah, and I, so they're a dairy breed. And they're one of the oldest dairy breeds that have been registered. Oh, I didn't know uh, that. Yeah, they're um, they're a lot of they're a lot of fun. Goats have a lot of personality. Yes, with them. <laughs> and dairy goats, especially because they're handled so much. You know, I usually milk twice a day, every day for 305 days, and so there's a lot of interpersonal relationships between the herdsmen and the animals. So how many dairy goats do you have right now? Um, right now I have a small herd and I'm hoping to keep it small. It's a hobby herd because I have a day job also. And so right now I have about 19 goats and I'm milking eight. Nice. Wow. That's a lot of work. <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of fun. It's like my, my morning milking meditation yeah. time. You know, I get up in the morning and uh you know go out and i get to touch my animals and you know milk them it's kind of a nice quiet time you can't rush it it takes the time that it takes yeah. to do are you hand milking or machine milking yeah i'm hand milking now and um previously i was the herdsman at uc davis and there of course we were milking uh, usually between 40 and 60 goats at a time, and we had a bucket system that we were milking in. Um, and having a heart, large herd is a lot of fun, but it's also a lot of work. Yeah. And so uh, right now what I want to do, I keep telling myself I'm not going to milk more than 10 because for me, 10 goats, it's faster to milk them by hand mm -hmm. than to milk them with a bucket system and have to do all the washing. Yeah. And I like milking goats by hand, and I'm not all that wild about doing dishes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone is. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, so I was just at a talk yesterday about um, commercial herds and show herds and why people, you know, what brings them to goats and it's either you're really interested in the product or you just love goats what was it for you oh uh, you know for me it's i love goats yeah 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 i see i started out um with goats actually as a freshman when i was in college oh, and wow. i went out and i volunteered at the goat barn and absolutely fell in love they are so special they are <laughs> um so Milking eight goats, that's a lot of milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do with the milk? Um, uh, lots, of, lots of fun things. You know, uh, milk's such a versatile product. And, um, of course, I pasteurize some for my own home use. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so uh, we drink our own goat's milk. And I make a little bit of soft chev um, and... I don't do any hard cheeses, but I like making the soft chev and adding different flavorings to it. So poppy seed and peppercorn or, you know, chives is a classic or honey and cinnamon. And you can, you know, decide is this 
going to be going in the lasagna or is it going to be going with in some lamb or yeah <laughs> <laughs> we can we can do some lamb <laughs> you know cheese and crackers and wine and yeah. a nice dinner there that sounds amazing <laughs> that's so fun have you ever made soaps a lot of people are making soap with goat milk yeah it makes wonderful soap and it, it um soap making's fun and especially I'm not, I don't feel that I'm very artistic, but um, you can buy molds that make it look beautiful. Yeah. And then there's all, um, so many people are making these beautifully colored soaps. And uh, um, actually later today, we're going to be seeing um, the soap competition here at the ADGA convention. And there is amazingly beautiful soaps with scents and looks beautiful. I'm looking forward to the cheese, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you will really enjoy that. <laughs> Very cool. Well, is there anything that you want people that, people that aren't familiar with goats that you think that they should know? Um, oh, um, you know, I, I love sheep, and they're wonderful animals also. Um, I kind of think that sometimes sheep and goats just get lumped in together. Yeah. And maybe they're not appreciated for their own unique species yep. that, th that they are. Yeah. And, um, you know, goats are definitely have a different type of personality than sheep. I actually think different goat breeds have different personalities, too. Yes. Let's dive into that because I only know a little bit of that. And I think it is so funny how... So I know Nubians are big babies. They just cry about everything. They need attention. <laughs> That's what I know of Nubians. <laughs> Nubi you know, I think Nubians, um, for a long, long time, they were the first breed most new ADGA members had because they have those beautiful long ears mm -hmm, that hang Roman down. Nose. <laughs> yeah, you know, and um, oh, they're just so cool looking and. Um, uh, yeah, and you, you know, they've been more of a dual purpose breed yeah. for both meat and milk mm -hmm. for a long time also. And it seems like a lot of commercial dairies have Numigans, and is, that's more for their milk components. Is that right? They have higher proteins? Yeah, the, uh, mo uh, a lot of Nubians, most Nubians, and as a breed, they're kind of known for not so much um, volume production, but for that high butter fat and the high protein, mm -hmm. so you're getting a really good um, uh, amount of cheese, you know, yeah. per gallon yeah. from milk. So a lot of the dairies include Nubians in there. Yeah. And then what about, let's talk about Toggenbergs since those are your babies. <laughs> 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 Toggenbergs are close to my heart because that's <laughs> what I have right now. <laughs> um, yeah, so Toggenbergs, uh, like I said before, they're one of the older goat breeds. And they're actually a medium-sized breed of goat. I think um, lately I've seen a lot of the standard breeds have kind of gone for a little bit of size. Yeah, they're very but, tall. Yeah, but um, Togs are a, me a medium-sized breed. Um, and... Uh, they're, I think as a breed, you're seeing lots of really good structure mm -hmm. in there because they have been selected for a long time. And we have a lot of breeders who are just um, uh, so dedicated to yeah. having, you know, um, 
uh, good goats and, and correct structure in there. But they also produce really well, especially for their size. Mm -hmm. Now, togs are actually known to have um, <coughs> a, a more um, FF case, uh, FF casing alleles, okay. which um, produce a little bit lower as a breed. And so um, you're looking at people who maybe have developed protein allergies. You know, a tog breed might be good for them. But nowadays, we can actually test for different casein alleles. A and B is high. There's F and null alleles and some more. Um, and actually, Tamara Taylor, who's sitting right over there, is would be a good person for you to interview also. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> about the casein alleles yeah cool. yeah yeah and um uh like i said you know uh really nice milk in the area i live in toggenbergs have actually become incredibly popular as showmanship animals for the students because our our growing 4-h and ffa youth they're a good size they're easy to handle yeah. and they're proportional to the kids so that they can show them easily Cool. Yeah, that's neat. So my personal favorite is the Sonnen, just because they have such a good temperament. They're so oh. relaxed. <laughs> one of my one of the favorite things that I love to see is going to a goat show, and you'll see a toddler, like two or three years old, just barely getting around and we have peewee showmanship for anybody who's less than six and can walk in and you'll see a toddler hanging on to the collar of a son and doe and <laughs> they're one of the tallest breeds we have mm -hmm. and they're really a gentle giant and you'll see this little kid toddling around hanging on to the collar of the doe and Sometimes I'm not sure if the kid's showing the doe or the doe's showing the kid. I think it <laughs> mostly goes that second way. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> but they're wonderful, and they produce an amazing amount of milk. Yeah. They're really one of our best dairy breeds. That's amazing. What would you say about La Manchas? Oh, La Manchas are fun. <laughs> now, they have a lot of attitude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've heard La Mancha people saying, if somebody broke out of the gate there, the La Mancha was the one who was leading them. <laughs> and, um, but they have beautiful milk also. You know, um, They're another one of those breeds that have the high casein and the high butter fat mm -hmm. in them. Um, and uh, especially the La, Mancha, the La Mancha breeders just absolutely love them. And and the ones that I've had in the past to work with are a, a lot of fun, a lot of personality, another really good milk breed. Cool. And let's see, Alpines. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to go through the, see them in my mind. Alpines are kind of, they're, I, I feel like they're probably one of the more common breeds too. Is that wrong? No, I think they're one of the mo mo more common breeds that we see, especially up in the area where I am, where it's cold. I think the Swiss breeds do really yeah. well. You know, Alpines, um, different than the Sonnens and the Toggenbergs are a breed that doesn't have a color requirement. Yeah. And so really it's one of the fun things is that you get different colored kids coming out. Yeah. Um, they've, they've, uh, usually aren't quite as uh, tall as the Sonnens are, but um, they're definitely, you know, one of the larger breeds. 
they also have um, a lot of personality <laughs> and uh, self-confidence, I think, there. Um, you know, Alpine, I know a lot of Alpine breeders also are selling like extra weather kids as pack goats yeah. because they get the size yes. in there. And, uh, you know, the, they're uh, very personable and they bond to people really well. You, uh, lots of dairies love Alpines. They tend to be an, another breed that tends to have really beautiful, heavy milkers. Cool. Yeah, they're fun. I've seen all kinds of colors. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it, it's just so much fun. You might, you might get a Claire that's black and white, you know, with the mm -hmm. white neck, or you might have a Chamoise that's brown. Um, you have ones with spots on the side occasionally. Uh, just uh, all the names color. of the colorings is amazing to me. Yes, <laughs> but yeah, they have the whole French system of yeah. naming yeah. their colors too. Yeah. Uh, and then Oberhosley is another dairy breed. Right, yeah, Oberhosleys are absolutely beautiful. You know, they're <laughs> colored like a bay horse. They're kind of a medium breed too, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're, they're another medium-sized breed. And, um, you know, Oberhosleys are one of the newer uh, recognized breeds in the United States. Mm -hmm. And I remember 20, 30 years ago, when they were just starting to become popular here as a breed and as an adga breed um, uh, and they were you know actually before that considered part of the alpine you know genes there um, uh, but when they started uh, bring, recognizing them here in the united states mm -hmm. as their own breed and they have made just wonderful um, progress in you know confirmation and milk production um, you know in the last 20 years uh, or so and they're really popular i think there's another one that um, people really like to use for showmanship they're yeah real friendly they're stunning breed. yeah <laughs> yeah and i yeah i think they're just one of the most stunning breeds to look at yeah, too. yeah i agree and then who am i missing so sables those are another right. new yeah, breed. sables are an, are another new breed. Um, sables ca sables came out of occasionally there were uh, sawnen goats that would have recessive colors that came out, and so sables came out of that and and eventually became their own breed. Yeah, so oh, here well, you I have a lot that. of sawnen genetics. Mm -hmm. So there again, you're having some um, you know beautiful productive animals out there. Cool. And then the Guernsey? Guernseys are the, yeah, they're, they're our the newest, very newest yeah. one that's that's just coming into Adga. The Golden Guernsey. Yeah, yeah they're beautiful. They you are know, one, beautiful. One of, it's going to be really fun watching this breed and how it develops in the United States. Um, they're a long-coated mm -hmm. breed also to see how that's going to be um, working out and with production and I so haven't where actually did they come from. Are they kind of from a tog and or where oh, did no, that no, no. They're not a cross. No, they no, just they, um, um, I, b I believe they they came. 
I believe they I believe they came from um, the British Isles. Oh, okay. Well, that would make we sense. We need to check on that. <laughs> Guernsey is a yeah. yeah. Yeah, that we, makes sense. Yeah, and you know we're missing we're missing the small I one. I know. I saved it for last. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Probably one of the most popular nowadays is the Nigerian dwarf. Right. They. Yeah. And it's kind of the uh, entry goat, <laughs> entry level goat for a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. They, I think I think it's starting people's uh, road into the goat world. The yeah. Nigerian dwarfs are a, a very small breed. And um, they're another one that, uh, after Obra Hosley's, they came in, but um, before the uh, Guernseys, which are just now. And um, multiple colors, uh, lots and lots of personality there. Yes. We see, (laughs) yes, we see uh, huge classes in our goat shows, even up in Wyoming, but I think just about everywhere. They're incredibly popular. They come in many, many colors. Um, They've made great strides in production in the last 10 years in the area where I live. They um, started out with maybe not looking quite as dairy Mm -hmm. as the other breeds. And now they're really looking like just miniature dairy goats. Yeah, they um, have a lot of babies sometimes too. <laughs> I, I've known people where they they have four or five. Yeah, kids. litters. Oh my gosh, yeah. That that's for a such a small scary. goat. It is very scary. <laughs> I, as a standard bred goat person, I find that a little scary. Yeah. Really, <laughs> having four and five, uh, I I really prefer twins or triplets yeah you know and that's that works out good and um they still have good room and capacity (laughs) yeah 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 they they can eat and uh, in my in my experience then when i start getting like quads which is the most i've ever gotten Mm -hmm. in my standard size goats then quads it really takes a lot out of them the last couple of weeks i mean there's so much baby in there there's not a lot of room to eat yeah so yeah and getting around oh man (laughs) yeah (laughs) they're pretty amazing though well cool that was a lot of fun i really appreciate it (laughs) my pleasure (laughs) thanks (laughs) ladonna